Hello friends, before we get started on this next amazing episode, I just wanted to give a short shout out to our team at MetalCloak, the group that makes this podcast possible. From engineering to production, from marketing to sales, from accounting to HR, every member of the MetalCloak family works diligently every day to bring some of the world's best products to the off-road enthusiast. Designed, engineered, proven, MetalCloak. That is not just a clever cadence written by me, but a true statement of what we do every day and why we truly appreciate each and every one of you. If you are looking for something for your Jeep, Ram, Bronco, or Toyota, give us a try. We are here to help. And now, on to another amazing episode of the Modern Jeeper Show. Trying to deal with contractors and the price of lumber and mm. all of the Ugh. things to get this place what we wanted. <coughs> yeah, well, price of lumber. So what's what I know out here it's ridiculous what the cost is for a two by four now. Is it well? I think that I have enough lumber in my barn right now that I could probably trade it to Rockslide to make this JT actually mine. (laughs) (laughs) The Modern Jeeper Show, the show about Jeeps, Jeeping and jeepers hello modern jeepers Matson from metal cloak here and welcome to episode number 117 of the modern jeeper show the show about jeeps and jeeping and jeepers Corey is back home after being on the road for five weeks and we are joined by modern jeeper rachel engel event coordinator extraordinaire for bartact the california-based seat cover manufacturer like as usual for a show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers, we talk real estate, scary movies, diversity among Jeepers, Barbie Jeeps, wheel speed, going from head chef to off-road brand ambassador, being a podcast virgin, lumber NFT, overnight DJs, iconic rock versus classic rock, octonauts and aliens, slim gyms and chapstick, how Trek Armor became Bartak, Navy SEALs and Tacomas, AAA Baseball, off-road carnies, planning the Rubicon, going road, and eliminating swamp bum. And we tackle the concept of consideration. Yep, being considerate is our tech tip of the week. By the way, if you wonder what the F are these guys doing, you can see the full video in all of its glory at youtube.com slash modernjeeper. As always, we are extremely grateful to our supporters and friends, including Warren Winches, Race on Wheels, Best Top, Milestar Tires, Rugged Radios, Adventure Rack Systems, and of course, Metal Cloak. So sit back, relax with the cold one, and join episode number 117 of the Modern Jeeper Show. Well, hey, Modern Jeepers, this is another episode of the Modern Jeeper Show with me, Matt from Metal Cloak, and Mr. Modern Jeeper, Corey Osborne. Hey, buddy. Hey, we're missing Jesse today, huh? We are. She, um, she on the way back home, uh, we stopped off in Oklahoma. She's actually uh, taking a day to grab her mom, and she's bringing her mom up to Colorado and is going to go to Moab with us. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Has her mom yeah. ever done anything like that? Never. Never. Wow. That's yeah. cool. That's very cool. So, yeah, she um, she stayed behind a day, and, um, you know, coming back in the last uh, – coming back from Florida, well, and we'll, we'll talk about all this, but uh, – <laughs> what a uh, it, what an interesting time to be traveling and and weather wise, uh, I've got a whole bunch of, of thoughts that crossed my mind as we came back across from Florida. 
but uh, no, things are things are good. I will say I don't recommend people leave their house for five weeks straight <laughs> without having somebody watch over it. Yeah, I mean, I think I had there were some folks watching over it. I, I mean, I don't know about folks. I guess squirrels and birds um, they don't really count. Maybe. Yeah. Well, no, they do. You know, we have a new awning in the front of our building and there's a couple of doves hanging out and doves are nice and all, but I thought, okay, there's a couple of doves hanging around the awning of a building. I better get with Rob and say, hey, uh, let's figure this out. Hey, it looks like we have our guest joining us. Yeah, she's yeah. dialing in, I think. Nice, nice, nice. Hey, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Well, there she is. <laughs> Hi. So, hey, here, you want to introduce her real quick? Absolutely. Rachel, can you hear us okay? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Just perfect. Wonderful. Did you did you just get home? We got in about one o'clock this morning. Okay. Okay. So so I've known Rachel for I don't know, quite a long time. Um, at least five, six years, something like that. I think it's um, longer than that, Corey. Yeah, it's it's been a little <laughs> while. Um yeah. She, she, in the last few years, uh, started doing a lot of shows and whatnot for Bartact. And so uh, she's part of our little Carney circus as we travel around the country. Um, and, and she's representing Bartact. So uh, glad to have you on the show. Thanks for the invite. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Corey and I, I don't even know, what were, you, what were you just talking about? Like, it's, it's only been five seconds ago. This is what it's going to be today. My mind is just not here. So you, buddy. We, were like, we were talking about, so, oh, we were talking about property and you being gone. Yeah. And, and, and like, yeah. But it's, it's um, so how do you handle it, Rachel? Like, we're, we're, it, Corey's gone for five weeks point. from his place and it's just, and it's just madness. Well, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm blessed to have my parents staying at my property and overseeing the construction that you can kind of see going on behind me there. Nice. Um, they I can't see anything and, beyond the Jeep. <laughs> well, that's, that's kind of the point. There's look, a beautiful, right? Stage right. that backdrop for us. Cause I didn't know what I was going to do. And Corey, you know how it is when you get home and life and the show life and trying to make them intermingle is always entertaining. Oh yeah, I, I came yeah. home. I got home about midnight last night and uh, drove from Oklahoma City straight home. So it's about a 14, 15 hour drive through. I, I think I drove through all seasons just yesterday. Yeah, um, yeah. The photo I you had, sent me of the rainstorm was quite entertaining. Yeah, well, yeah. The the massive storms and hail and snow and rain and then sun and then construction and ah. Well, it's it's funny because Will's talking about hey he was going to do a little Rubicon trip, but apparently there's going to be snow on the Rubicon. Like there's a weather advisory. I'm sorry, I, just to wow. check, we're in May, right? I just want to right. And, and out here it's been like 80, 90, 100 degree days, and then supposedly all of a sudden we're going to have snow on the Rubicon. Something's not right. Well, I I, I, I had this this analogy yesterday. I'm like, you know, somebody must have said something to Mother Nature. And about it being like the end of spring or almost summer. And Mother Nature said, yeah, here, hold my beer. Um, <laughs> well, that's interesting. You think Mother Nature's a beer drinker, huh? <laughs> I think she's into the shine myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, were, think... we were at Jeep Beach and it snowed here, like three inches, like accumulation. 
Wow. Wow. At Jeep Beach. Snow. Yeah. What the hell's going on, people? Yeah. It you know, it's no. funny because when I left when I left Colorado, I, I went around and I turned all my I have some automatic sprinklers over part of the yard and they're a mess and they were leaking everywhere and but I, I turned them on because I didn't want stuff to die. Well, it turns out while, you know, being gone for five weeks here, it never really got hot. In fact, we had snow and rain while I was gone. And now I've got a field of weeds. Like, uh, it just, <laughs> yeah. Be careful what you, you try. Uh, you try and guess what's going to happen and then it never works out. Well, that that's the funny part about buying like we're looking for property right now and and our listeners know i've been looking trying to get about 10 acres for my my family and my kids and this time of the year it's starting to transition because when you're looking for places in march and april everything's green and you start getting out of the properties in may and june and everything starts drying out now this beautiful green property looks like a bunch of weeds right <laughs> and it's just right. the way it is but all of a sudden you know the wife's <laughs> feedback is what's well, really dry back here yeah that's what happens in the foothills of California, yeah. right? If we could, but thank God somebody invented irrigation systems and we can have everything nice and green again. Move uh, east, you won't have those problems. Mm. Oh, I wish we could. The entire company, <laughs> shift it, move it, start moving east. Uh, although I don't know, sure, like it would be like Tennessee. Where are you at, Rachel? You're in Ohio. Uh, Southern Ohio. Washington Courthouse. It's, it says Washington Court. Is that, a, is that its actual town? It says no, Washington it is, Courthouse, but it Ohio. Lies. It lies. No, it lies. So, but Ohio, Tennessee, there's a lot of Californians moving to Tennessee, which I'm sure the people in Tennessee don't really appreciate. I think California's infecting the entire country. We're going out to like Idaho and Tennessee, and and it's not Colorado. just the good. It's not just the good Californians. No, in fact, this morning on on the news they talked about how. Um, Colorado real estate prices are so out of control and and they're talking about commercial properties as well because all these people are now working from home so all these brand new buildings in Denver um, are are down in occupancy and there's all kinds of incentives to keep company in them but when when companies are going hey wait a second we can have our work staff be at home and we don't have to spend you know thousands and thousands of dollars a month on this this commercial space but even residential now residential is is crazy and i'm probably not going to get the numbers quite exact but uh there was some real estate reports uh, of course my my past life was was in the title insurance industry and in 2014 in telluride so a higher end community of course in in western colorado but in 2014, there was like $40 million in the month of April. That was their total number of transactions, $40 million in a month. And that was that was a pretty good month. Well, this April was $400 million in transactions. <laughs> wow. So perspective-wise. How, how many transactions? I'm curious if just the average dollar amount was much higher. Well, even even in 2014, the the dollar per the price per square foot. Well, even even when I was was heavily involved there, square foot prices were around thirteen fourteen hundred dollars a square foot. Wow! And I heard they're upwards of three thousand now. So when I'm looking at it, someplace that's four hundred dollars a square foot out in California, that's probably a good deal. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, again, this is a resort community, so right, um, rich resort community. Uh, yeah. that's crazy. Well, as you can Movies, see, Rachel, guys, we talk probably, about you could probably buy the county here for that. <laughs> <laughs> you, it's funny you say that. Um, Rustin, who was one of the co-founders of Rubicon Express, um, and he at some point got bought out by Ryan uh, Wallace, who I think Ryan Wallace is somewhere. East of California, I think he's like the city manager now, you know, after Rubicon Express was purchased by Trans. He he's he's a city manager someplace. But anyway, Rustin early on sold out his shares to Ryan. And there's a town in Oregon that apparently Rustin owns most of. Like he's one of those guys. He moved into a town and started buying up the real estate in the town and the main street and all that. And he's like, yeah, majority owner of the entire town. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Now, there's Lucky. been movies about that. In fact, it's kind of funny. I was telling Corey about a, uh, a property I was looking at that literally, Corey, as I drove into this property, it was so overgrown. And so it, it felt like there was the beginning of a horror film. Like, <laughs> you know, the family that drives in and says, oh, this is great. It has so much potential. What a great deal. This is awesome. And then you just start getting the creepy feeling, you know, the Amityville <laughs> horror things happening to the exactly. Thanks. So Rachel's got the sound effects. I like it. So as you can see, Rachel, welcome to the it. modern welcome to the modern Jeeper show, the show where we talk about anything, including Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. Yes. So it's nothing's off the table. So we're gonna put aside the I I know what you cloaked last summer and, and just move that movie to the film festival. Oh, or no. You know I've got to use that. Right, of course. I know. I, I, I steal things all the time from our You're guests. Welcome. I'm going to use that. <laughs> I'm writing that down now. As he reaches for his pen. <laughs> yep, exactly. Well, I, uh, I definitely want to make sure we talk about, I mean, this past month of, of being on the road and, and seeing people at Jeep events all over the country, starting with Daytona. And then we went down to Jeeps on the island, of course. And then we ended up with with uh, the Florida Jeep Jam in in Panama. And I just think it's interesting that how diverse and how different people are at Jeep events, even within the same state. And and Daytona was very very different than the folks that we saw in Panama. And uh, I know Rachel probably is uh, has some some thoughts to that, but I, I think that. Every, I guess that's what keeps it unique, right? That's why we do the shows is because everywhere we go, it's a different group of people. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I would say that most people in Panama City and in the Panhandle don't identify with the rest of Florida. That's that's just my experience and what some of my favorite crew members and locals around Panama City have told me. How was don't the show? How was Panama? How, what did you think of Panama this year? I, I will always support that show. Uh, yeah. the, the promoter's a, a good friend. His wife is a good friend. We have a couple of crew members that live in the area. So it, the, the show is great. The experience is great. Um, anytime I'm not in Ohio for a month is great. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we actually had Jamie on um, the week prior, and, and I, I completely agree. It's, it's nice to go to a place, and I, and I think logistically – you know, he's still somebody that even after the first day we were set up and he came back out to um, out to the trailer where we were parked and he was like, oh, you know, here's what we should have done. And so it's those kind of things where 
he's looking at how we're attracting customers as well and how it works for the event to to better the event he's like you know and he said you know if you want to move we can put everything down and we'll help you get everything relocated and i'm like no but for next year you know it's that whole planning thing and, and logistically to have a coordinator go hey we can do this better for you or for whomever and it makes it more fun for the participants as well i mean heavens that parking lot out there there had to be at least two thousand jeeps parked in there wow um and to 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 deal with that kind of traffic itself i mean ah. that's that's why that's why that's why Corey likes keeping the modern jeep adventures at like 10 to 12. (laughs) if it gets over 20 forget it (sighs) 30 no way 3,000 people like on a brew fest, so like I do. Yeah, Corey be like, give me a beer. I'm going in the corner. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go stand over here. <laughs> but, you know, so let's, so let's going back on what, go ahead. Go ahead, Rachel. Going back on what Corey was saying about that event and certain events that um, seem to, I don't want to say care more, but show more interest in how the vendors feel and what they can do better. those are the events that are are close to our hearts, you know, like they, Jamie always seems to, to go above and beyond. And there's another couple events out there that I feel that way about. And those, those are the events that we continue to go back to year after year. And well, hopefully year after year, right? Like last year we, we did like six shows, right? I mean, (laughs) right. Right. Normally we do 27, 30 a year. Last year we got six. Yeah, Corey, how did you do so many shows? How many you did little shows last year? I mean, you didn't do a lot, but you still had as much, much mileage as you did. Like you still put 40,000 miles in that thing. Yeah. And we just made it, um, you know, last year was all about us uh, going in and stopping and seeing jobbers and the the small clubs and, and just kind of, if somebody had some little thing going on, we were, we were there. And then, um, but yeah, the, the big shows that ended up falling apart, uh, sometimes we were still in those locations and there turns out there'd be a few people that still would show up, but we're completely different as a vendor as, as our listeners know, and as Rachel knows, um, you know, we're, we, we're not really out there selling anything. We're more, um, uh, providing, I guess the, the, the help and, and knowledge, um, that, that we provide every event. So, to be with a smaller group and get a little gathering together at a shop worked really well last year. Yeah. And, and, and it works great. Now, now let's go back to this. Cause this is, we have a guest here and we haven't even really right. properly, like we're talking about all kinds of stuff, which is great. I think Rachel should just be a part of our normal crew. Now she just right. blends herself in so <laughs> well. It's like, that's great. Um, so Rachel, let's talk about you. Yeah. All let's right? talk about, so, let's so, talk about you. Yeah, welcome to the Modern Jeeper Show. Welcome to our our little foray. But but where did you start? How did you start in the jeeping? Why jeeps? Tell us about yourself. Um, well, when when I was a very little girl, I I had a Barbie jeep, and <laughs> I knew when I grew up that I was gonna have a jeep. And uh, I don't know. In uh, two thousand and three, I worked for a, a jeep dealership in Columbus, Ohio. And this 04 yellow Columbia edition came in on the transport truck and I claimed it. I, we had a little drop off circle there where the transports dropped off. And I legitimately put my first mile on it in reverse. 
going around <laughs> that little transport circle. I, I claimed it. It was mine. Columbia then, edition. So what was a Columbia edition? Um, it, it was an X um, that had special seats um, that had the Columbia logo in them and you got a jacket and oh the Columbia brand I saw oh, it's like, like Eddie Bauer brand yeah the like wheels the that were on the... yeah yeah there was yeah. a there was a trend for that for a little brand. while huh like the Eddie mm -hmm. Bauer Ford and the uh, the Columbia okay and the Columbia yeah the okay. Laura Croft edition Wrangler about the same time and um was shortly after that I I found Spike Right. And I, I started stalking Spike a long time ago. And I, I, Corey, I was in love with that Jeep. Um, like Golden Spike holds a special place, but we've had these conversations privately. I, I, I loved Spike. I had a little brown dog who was named Spike. Corey had a brown dog. His Jeep was named Spike. We just, we just became fast friends. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. So, so you've pretty much been in the industry then a long time. Jeep dealership to to what? Um, there was there was a a thing to go to Moab. Um, then I hauled my TJ out there behind a fifteen hundred Tahoe. We drove. 36 hours straight. I, I got a phone call um, on a Thursday night. We were working on a CJ outside of Zanesville and they said, be in Moab 8 a.m. Monday, go on a trail with Jesse Combs. So I did. And it was, it was kind of life-changing. Towed the wow. Jeep all the way out there, drove 36 hours straight towing it. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. And what was that? Yeah, trip it was like? absolutely a last minute thing. And I that had, was your no was that your Columbia edition Jeep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I wheeled most of Moab, following you know famous people like Waylon Campbell and and Jesse Combs and East Coast Fred and you know all the all the greats of of that time and and currently. I mean, I still think they're all fantastic people. Um, and it, I mean, it was just it was basically a, a bone stock TJ on. 35s and and no lockers and limited slip. well limited slip and it was a manual and I'm, I'm on the east coast you know wheel speed is is something that matters here having a manual <laughs> is is kind of nice here but you get out there on the red rock and you know people think that you've you've tried to kill them when you you know let it coast back a little bit on the edge of uh what was that cane creek yeah he, he still thinks i tried to kill him and i i promise i was just scaring him it's it's a constant <laughs> argument <laughs> all in fun all in fun yeah um and then we met um kc when jason cobb was uh oh, yeah. was the director for kc we we met him and you know back when ambassador wasn't a dirty word we we were we were kc ambassadors and traveled a lot and just one thing leads to another and yeah you meet people and it's just life begins, right? We we went long, from that to. Been, um, how long have you been doing uh, stuff with Bartek? Oh goodness, um, five six years. Yeah, it's been a little while. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I took the show over fully as as the event coordinator um, three years ago. This is our fourth season mm -hmm. our fourth season with with me as the event coordinator um 
and I, I wouldn't change it for the world. I mean, most people don't know that in between the time I sold Jeeps and this time I was a head chef for 10 years. Oh, wow. So yeah, being, being a head chef, being in a kitchen certainly cuts into your weekend Jeeping time. <laughs> um, you can't, you can't run a kitchen and, and not be there, you know, during services on, on Fridays and Saturdays. Right. So I decided I wanted out and that's, that's when everything started the, the Moab trip and started building the minion, which is what I call that Columbia edition. And I, I still have most of it. Um, which is why the, the barn project is happening behind us. There's, there's going to be a lift and the minion is, is going to get off of the trailer that it's been sitting on for, I finally get a real shop. Yeah. AJ finally gets a real <laughs> shop. He's very excited. Um, but it's been sitting on a trailer for three years now. Yeah. Just waiting for its time to come back. Yeah. I, I always said I would never buy a JK. I'd, the electronics still baffle me. And now I have all kinds of fanciness sitting behind me, right? Mm -hmm. I miss the simple days of four O's and. Well, one of the things about the Jeep world is you never say never. Cause like, Oh yeah, I'll never have one of those modern ones. I can't tell you how many customers you know, converted from their old CJ to a JK back in the day. Right. I, I went on a buddy's ride and Oh my God, I didn't know what I was missing. You know, it's funny this morning I was going through my emails and whatnot and, and, uh, Sorry, I'm dodging the sunlight that's coming through my my ceiling here. Um, You're glowing, we, uh, Corey. It's fantastic. <laughs> when uh, it, when you go to the Jeep's website now and you want to buy a Jeep, there are five options for motors. Mm. Five. Yeah. That's. I well, mean, they had to do something about that three six. <laughs> well, true, true. I mean, um, and I and I, I pulled up some other statistics at April sales. For Jeep, the four by E, so the two liter turbo hybrid four by E, was second in all auto sales, only to the Corvette. Really? <laughs> yeah. And that must be like dealers buying them because we have yet to find a customer, you know, even somebody local, like, hey, I've got it because, you know, we haven't had our hands on one yet. Right. I was surprised. I was yeah, like, we, we what? The vet? Okay. Or do they do all their pre-sales and they do like we we might do is like calculate, put all the pre-sales into one month? Probably. Yeah. Oh, that's when they officially got a, accounted for. So, you know, six months of pre-sales went, oh, let's account for them this month. Hey, look, we got a tick. Well, that's the fun thing. Get out of the Corvettes down. You, you can make those numbers be any direction you want if you're the accountant mm -hmm. yeah that's, <laughs> that's why they have laws <laughs> and remember it's not it's not accounting principles and rules it's generally accepted accounting principles gap right generally accepted right. <laughs> that'd be like generally accepted standards of science <laughs> generally accepted. according to the generally accepted standards of science covid could be contagious <laughs> You uh -huh. might have to wear a mask. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh, we're not going to go there. Nope. Nope. When, when Corey brought this up to me yesterday while we were both driving across the country in very different directions, I'll have to admit, I, I had honestly never listened to a podcast. Wow. That's fair. We have a podcast. Yeah, not just yours, but nobody. Nobody. So I, uh, I spent most of yesterday afternoon driving through Tennessee 
listening. I started it at Jamie and Brian's and started going backwards. Ah. And Mattson, you and you and I have been, you know, social media friends for a long time, but I don't I don't think we've ever done a face to face. And I I hadn't listened to you speak very much. And as you're talking through a couple of these podcasts, I was like, okay, we're gonna get along just fine. We're <laughs> <laughs> just crazy enough to work out. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, that's and what that's I was actually... saying. Just in the in the first few minutes you'd be on the podcast, I'm like, okay, she's a co-host. <laughs> <laughs> well, so one of the reasons we're doing this outside and AJ staged, you know, the, the rock slide Jeep and my JK behind me is because all of your talk about uh, corralling cats. Mm-hmm. So we've been gone for a month, right? And on the other side of the door that you can't see that's right there, I have four cats. Mm. So all I could envision was us going into different conversations about corralling cats because every once in a while, one of them would jump on my lap. So we decided to be outside and- <laughs> Well, it's great because we have the, 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 the I hear the birds tweeting. Right? And it's like it's not you know, we probably all need to do this. I, I've done a couple episodes outside. Corey, you've um have you you did it out of Jeep. You haven't really done an episode outside around your house, have you? No, because service is so bad. So uh, if I go outside, I'm gonna lose everybody. Yeah. That's probably why you so go outside Corey, to lose everybody. Yeah. You're gonna be in Ohio a, a couple times this year, right? I am and you had mentioned um and i uh jesse and i were looking at the calendar um one of the better ones is going to be available and we may be able to hit that i think it's after it's like two weeks after bantam is that correct something like that um something like that without pulling up my calendar on my phone right now yes so So um, maybe we just schedule a outdoor podcast with one of yours parked out here you know there you by go. then there'll be yeah. a pool and you know all the things oh pool yeah, yeah See, i gotta, get, I gotta get out more we, we just <sighs> moved in the middle of the coronavirus last year um and moving during that time was very entertaining so we're we're still trying to deal with contractors and the price of lumber and mm. all of oh. the things to get this place what we wanted <laughs> yeah well, price yeah. of lumber. So what's what I know out here it's ridiculous what the cost is for a two by four now. Is it well I think that I have enough lumber in my barn right now that I could probably trade it to Rockslide to make this JT actually mine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is that the new NFT? Lumber? Like it's it's lumber lumber coin, wood coin. Lumber coin. Absolutely. Don't take any wood wooden nickel coin. But it, there's got to be there's got to be a play on there. There's a there's play on something. Words, there's sure. more than silver eagles now, right? Like those yeah. little wooden nickels. I'm showing my yeah, age. Just wooden nickels. Yeah. They're worth more. Cards <laughs> made out of wood, right? Yeah. By the way, you got to show us your 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 guy there hanging out. So I mean, you can't just. Oh, oh I'm sorry. You can't just have his voice there and not like. No, you can't see AJ until I see Jesse. Where's Jesse? Jesse's she's, in Oklahoma. She's at home, or well, she's at her mom's home. Yeah, I was gonna say this. this yeah. That is your her home now. Yes. She's not at home. Hey, hey Jay, Jay. how's it Sorry going? I'm not better looking. How's it going, guys? <laughs> you know, <laughs> what are you trying to say? That you got a face perfect for radio? Uh, I actually used to work in radio too. So <laughs> did you? Oh, you got the voice. Yeah, I used to work at a small station at Columbus uh, years and years back. I was an overnight guy. I worked from midnight to six a.m. Fridays and Saturdays. So half the time, nobody ever saw me or heard me. <laughs> oh man, though. Well, you got all. The, you got the great calls. What, what kind of music was it? No, it was a rock station. It was uh, yeah. more like new rock, but you got the you got the two o'clock in the morning drunken request calls. Oh God, you always got those. 
And then sometimes you're like, that's ridiculous, or I can't even play that. Like, who who the hell is that? Like, <laughs> right. we, get those, would, you know, we get those now sometimes, and we're not even on the radio. You're no, right. I know. <laughs> when I was like we're 12 or 13. About those, shows where, those shows where you're allowed to have beverages, and by the end of the day, the consumer is always more entertaining. <laughs> right right <laughs> i had a i had a when i was like 12 or 13 i had a little gig in la and it was like an obscure record label and they would hire us to just go out and call like do requests to the various stations and it's like why am I'm, I'm calling this rock station this isn't even rock music and i'm requesting this music just to try to get it in front of the dj's minds right and it was the legal way of doing it. Um, and it was crazy because it was like, I, I'm, I'm like, an, I'm, yeah, this guy thinks I'm a total idiot calling him to play this, some sort of ballad music or whatever it was on, the, on this particular stupid, like one off. Was yeah, it Mr. Guy, Big? Were you trying to hear the next to be with you? Yeah, just try to go, just call him up and, and do the request. And it'd be fine, like, dude, stop calling. Stop. <laughs> We used to have, but, a, we actually had Sunday nights at my uh, my rock station, Sunday nights, there was um, local stuff. Mm-hmm. So like you could actually, if you were like a local band or something and wanted to get your stuff out there, you can send a, I don't know, either a flash drive, mostly back then it was CDs, and you can send it there and have a chance to have your stuff actually played on the radio. And some Columbus local talent was actually good, actually didn't make it. But That's cool. That's nope. cool. I, Floppy disk? No. One of the alternative rock stations out here used to do that, but you know they've gotten to the point now where they're all like centrally programmed by some computer back in you know, and you get and then pre-recorded DJ voices. It's it's amazing when you actually listen to the station, you got a live DJ going. That's just that's so unheard of these days. There's there's very few of them left, really. Like uh, like my station was one of them. There was an older rock station. It was also one of them. It's, they call it classic rock, but the older I get, they're now calling it iconic rock. <laughs> that way they can play Nirvana. Yeah, that way they can Nirvana. I remember listening to that as a kid, and they're like, oh, QFM 96 classic rock station. I'm like, oh, cool. Here, play Zeppelin and stuff like that. And it's like, as uh-huh. I'm getting older, they're playing Foo Fighters and Zeppelin. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm old finally. And now it's iconic, so I don't feel bad. Yeah, Green Day's iconic rock Oh, now. Yeah, yeah. So, And they still play the older stuff, too, but it's all iconic. <laughs> that's uh, awesome that's awesome yeah alternative now i played an alternative station and i was like what is this and it's uh, oh yeah they just can't keep track but now we're feeling really old like yeah i don't know what i have no idea what my my kid's five years old and i don't know have any idea what the music is he's gonna be listening to all i can say is i'm very proud that his favorite music like my little five-year-old josh he walks up to to Alexa and wants to hear things like "Back in Black" and and oh, uh, there you go and oh, yeah. um and anything by Queen. I mean that's that's his like go to, right? And then he but and he likes to break dance, but he break dance to Brick House. <laughs> like we'll play Brick House and he'll break dance. So I got him kind of you know properly. Yeah, I think it's a good integration. <laughs> my my three year old doesn't care at all. He just wants to climb things and jump off stuff and break stuff. So you know he's not the musically inclined one. Maybe I can get him into the. Well, drums. it's like you maybe your parents telling you probably your music sucks. It's not what it used to be. Oh yeah, that's it, the same way I feel now. Like I'm one of those people I like '90s rock. I miss '90s rock because you could 
you could definitely tell like each band from each other. And now I'm getting to the point where I feel like my parents and like everything sounds the same. Right. It's amazing. You just said that because that's exactly the phrase my father told me. He goes, you know, this music, it just seems like it's just a, con- a conflagration of sounds put together. As my father said to me when I was a dad, I was like, that's exactly what you just said. <laughs> it's oh, like it, it is. It's true. Like, I, I listened to my parents' stuff and all the bands back then. Like, that's what I grew up with. I still listen to that stuff. I still yeah. turn, I still have a turntable. I still listen to records myself. We own I, vinyl. I enjoy that yeah, stuff. Nice. But, like, it's like the newer rock, as I do listen to that, newer rock and, hell, even the newer country nowadays, it, it all sounds the same. I couldn't tell you which band's what now. But at least, like, I feel like the music died in the 90s when my parents like, yeah, mu- music died in, like, the 70s or something, you know? I really yeah. can't tell which band's what anymore. Well, 20, 20 years from now, it'll be like, I mean, well, it'll be like listening to the Ubangi tribe talk. You know, it's going to be pops <laughs> and clicks. Well, that's, that's well, it. It's just, it, you're not even going to hear anything. They're, even, they're just going to be like streamed directly into your the chip in your head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you just do a little turk and change the station. Change the station. Yeah. Just, change the station. That's, that's not far <laughs> off. One One of our crew members has a pair of sunglasses. That you can With like earphones. you can hear the music playing, but nobody else can. It, it's wow. not the bone condensing ones either. No, uh, which that one that one creeps me out. The bone right? ones that actually vibrate off your temple or something. Right. So well, and that's now of course you know the the millennials and others they're all into multitasking, right? You, they sit here and do their work where they've got like three other movies playing and and a video game going at the same time, right? So what's going to happen oh, with music? Music. Music is going to be that way. It's like, what are you listening to? Well, I'm listening to three different songs right now. I got a little, and I've also got a little classic going on in your background. It's like they're just, it's just going to be data, just data being inputted directly into the head. It's the satellite noise. That's right. Th- and to I tie this started, into Jeeps. Didn't that all start with the vaccine? Oh, wait, I don't. <laughs> oh, ooh. Matson is rubbing off on Corey. Nice. Uh, the way I look at it, it wouldn't be a microchip. Everybody's got phones anyways. They can track you that way. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And that's that whole, like, what are you wearing? It's, it's, it's that, you know, the little bone vibration. <laughs> What's it going to be now? It's just going to be vibrating through your hip bone because you got your, your phone sitting on the side. Uh, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> so that's okay. Between aliens and UFOs and and um, that's all oh, about aliens and UFOs. Please don't that's get it. started on aliens. Yeah. Please. Aliens and UFOs. <laughs> That's it. Tucker Carlson last night. <laughs> I think I just lost three listeners because I said those two words. <laughs> and if that's the case, I apologize because just got to go with it. Go with the flow. You know, it, it's it's um. there's so much going on uh, in our in our industry. There's so much going on in the world. Like and it doesn't matter if it's politics or uh, in in sports or in in uh, the the whole business sector all of these actors and actresses and all their little award shows that they're having like it's just funny to me that there's just so they're much activity those? huh they're, they're still having those uh, apparently oh. i saw something on tv about one and they of course they're all boycotting them except for the ones where they're getting awards i don't know it's odd um no, i'm never home to watch that that's, stuff that's anyways. yeah yeah, yeah right <laughs> The greatest thing that's happened during the pandemic is I, I really quit caring about Hollywood altogether. Uh, that's, I, I don't get to see any of that stuff anyway. I don't get to watch anything. I just, I, all I watch are things like Octonauts. You know, that's all my kids are watching now. Octonauts. <laughs> and at the end of every 15 minute segment, it's the creature report. 
So in my right head, in my head right now, this is the song Creature Report, which I guess it's better than something else being stuck in my head. But yeah, it's glad to help. So uh, on to Jeeps. <laughs> I don't know how to oh, okay. this. Other than this the fact that podcast. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, stereo, the stereo systems, let's see, this is, this will be the segue. The stereo systems in the jail are very nice. Um, but let's, let's back to Jeeps and back to Bartek. I mean, you're, you're with Bartek. Okay. And, and quite frankly, it's, um, you know, I think, well, looking here, I think Will's got Bartek. John's got Bartek seat covers. Um, I don't know who else. I think even Chris has Bartex or he's going to get some because he's got his YJ that he's doing some stuff with. But so tell us about Bartek. Tell us, you know, you, you, you started there. How did you get started there? And, um, you know, and what's like, what's just, just talk, tell us, share the story. Talk, tell Do your you. spiel. Um, there's, there's, there's a lot of story. Um, but let's, let's just say I'm, I'm, I'm here doing what I am now. And the owner of Bartek, Mitch, um, Corey, I think you know Mitch. I'm I'm not yeah. sure. I mean, he's he's out there. Don't all Californians know each other? Matson, you have to know him. I... We avoid each other. In if California. you don't, you should. It's a, I'm sorry. We we were told it was 12 feet, not six feet. We're supposed to avoid each other. We're not even allowed to talk to each other. We don't even look at each other in the eyes. We're shamed. It's shame. <laughs> you guys would get along great. If you don't know each other, you should. <laughs> Um, so, um, I actually, I, I talked to him, um, yesterday after Corey brought this up and, uh, kind of found out what I am and am not allowed to talk about, um, on, <laughs> on this podcast. Um, and That's Tanner funny. is, um, tell Tanner, Tanner is he can wait. right now. Tell Tanner he can Yeah, wait. I just, I just did. He, he can, he can be patient. So what I am allowed to talk about is that, uh, we own a patent on, uh, on seats themselves. So sometime before the end of the year, you should see us doing not only seat covers, but uh, seats as well. Wow. So like a little suspension seat system or what? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, rumor <laughs> has it um, there's, there's going to be recline mechanisms and they're going to wow. be very nice and compete with uh, some other brands that are out there. Gotcha. Some of our other friends. So not market. only do we do seat covers, we're doing seats. Um, we do uh, tie down straps, axle straps, all the all the soft goods that you could ever want for your Jeep. Um, famous for dash bags, and one of my favorite is is our visor covers because you just don't realize how much stuff you can stick in the Molly webbing on those visor covers. You, you don't realize how many Slim Jims you can stack up in. <laughs> You ever been on a trail and just needed a Slim Jim? Let me tell you, my visor cover is lined with Slim Jims, chapstick, I sunglasses, think I met, pens. I think I met Mitch before it was Bartek. Um, Trek, Trek Armor? Trek Armor. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, I remember Trek Armor brand. I didn't realize those were the same. Absolutely. Um, the, uh, the, the, the bicycle company didn't like that we were using their name oh, so we right. uh, we changed right. names shortly before i joined the team yeah because that, that trek armor came out with a pretty how, yeah, when, it, it, was a, it was a yeah and it was a pretty phenomenal like rollout from i remember when they when they first came out it was it was like the new thing and so what year would that have been oh now you're getting into quizzing me um, um it was it was before i was with the company um 14 15 
Yeah, because I think I remember seeing them yeah. for the first time out at, um, in fact, it was probably, I probably ran into Trek Armor through um, through Troy, at um, which is now at Romer, but at the time, I think he was JK Adventure Forum or something like that, and Troy Titani, and that was over, and it was been at um, Off-Road Expo, seeing them for the first time. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I, yeah, I didn't realize that. That that's an event you will run into the owner at, yeah. So where where so at what point? I'm just curious. Do you know the story behind the name Bartak, and why? Yes. Um, well, you got it, it's a certain type of stitch, right? Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Oh. But hold on, AJ wants to. <laughs> the salesman of the year is coming back online. So nice. It's actually, a, it's you're actually, not in shot. You're not in screen. Oh, Get back in the I'm screen. Like leaning over. Back in the seat. Yeah, you know, your, G- your AMC G Pat. What's that? The AMC G Pat. I love it. Oh yeah, that's a, that's my trademark hat. It is. <laughs> well, it's their trademark. I just wear it. But good correction. Good correction. I uh, the the bar tack is an actual type of stitch, and you'll find it uh, throughout our our seat covers and everything like that. But we you know kind of changed it up to be tactical because the seat covers do apply a, a sense of tactic. Tactability? Am I making up words now? I like that word. <laughs> we do that here. Yeah, t- make up words. We we should make our own dictionary. But yeah, so a, a bar tack is a type of uh, it's like a type of double stitch, and you'll find it uh, uh, around the well, the whole seat cover pretty much, and especially on the palace webbing or the molly webbing. It's a very durable stitch, very very nice and tight, and you know, never have to worry about it coming out. So Trek Armor actually started because the Navy SEALs needed seat covers for their Tacomas. Oh, okay. So we started, We started. well, then, I, I shouldn't say we, I wasn't a part of it then, but Mitch started doing um, seat covers for, for the Navy SEALs for their Tacomas. So all of our seat covers that have the Molly webbing built in, it's actually, you know, it's, it's mil-spec Molly webbing. So any, you know, veterans or active service members that have all of that, pals webbing compatible pouches and gear it's it's exactly the same like you can take you know your your products from the armed sources from your service and put them directly onto our seat covers or visors or you know the the webbing itself that we do um that's that's velcro so that if you have a a a tow rig that has carpet somewhere you can roll out this strip that we have and attach you know your existing or ours to to that system huh. well that's cool that's cool so so uh so mitch was it was the military or did he that, how did he know how did he hook, get hooked up there you know we're gonna have to give him um, on the podcast now you know yeah and i actually tried to to work that out but it, it didn't quite work out that way um mitch was actually um a, the minor league baseball player that was um signed to the giants i believe we actually have aj's going to get his card <laughs> so his last name is walk and he's a pitcher or was a pitcher right really so a pitcher named walk it's just here he comes with the card (laughs) (laughs) wow i don't know how well you can see that but it's in a case and you know that's cool that's very cool this is from the norwich navigators in 2004 norwich where's norwich (laughs) Connecticut, Norway. right next to Sandwich, and uh, yes. Norway. <laughs> yes, right, in, right in between, right in the middle there. <laughs> Wait, I know how this show goes. That was uh, not a paid endorsement, right? 
That's that's awesome. That's awesome. So guy goes from being a, a, a minor league pitcher and then goes on and starts his company. And now Bartek, I mean, you guys are sold around the world now, right? Yeah. That's that's yeah. awesome. That is great. And it, where's all the product made? Uh, everything's made in America um, in Temecula, Marietta, wow. California. Oh, so the same, you know, same uh, restrictions. <clears throat> same restrictions. Oh, yeah. Temecula is actually the birthplace of Metal Cloak is when it was Rev 111 back in the day. But it's also the same wonderful restrictions of California that we had to deal with and and uh, the fun and games of being in California and all the wonderful costs of doing business in California, which is... And now yeah. you understand why I run the road show from the East Coast. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. And it's also easier, just like with Corey, just, you know, yeah, I don't think it'd be, it would be a lot harder to be going out of California for every trip, even though I've tried to oh, convince man. him before oh, yeah. about, before, before Jesse came along, I tried to convince him to move out here. And thankfully he just said I was an idiot and stopped talking. <laughs> I, I knew Corey before Jesse and Jesse before Corey. Wow. So, wow. Huh. I couldn't be happy you, that you two you, found you, each other because now I get to see you both all the time. Well, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> did you have anything to do with that? No, I won't take credit for that. Not at all. Hmm. Nice. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I've ever heard that. I've. I don't know if I've ever heard the story of how you you guys met. About me and Jesse. Yeah, I just remember you... you talking about like, hey, yeah, there's a couple of well, there's been a couple of girls I've been, you know, there's I've met on the road and and then all of a sudden next thing you know and oh and there's and then jesse was was i think he made a decision because at one point you were well you were playing the field buddy i mean you were just out there i was even I'm trying to like hook that, you up buddy. i was even I trying to hook, talking about i was even trying to hook you up with uh with what the the girl from uh mech magnets out monica. here monica yeah i was trying to like the two of you out of just be yeah it did, didn't work <laughs> You know, it's it's funny. It's just um, a, like each of us, we have our own little um, idiocracies and our own little way of doing things. And for me, um, yeah, after after my divorce and whatnot, I I'm, I stay pretty busy. So I had seen Jesse at a couple of events in Oklahoma running the CTI trailer, and then literally, then she she kind of stalked me and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she um she showed up in Moab and um hung out at the CTI trailer and that's really where we first started to talk and whatnot and then uh we went down to Crystal Beach for an event um one of Axel Stamel's shows uh the Unlimited Off-Road Expo show down in Crystal Beach that was yeah. an interesting show um but that's kind of yeah, the first we actually, time we ever we spent did some work with them for a while yeah it's the first time we ever spent any time together and then since then I mean you know, she had her hair salon in, in Oklahoma and um, we went, did the back and forth thing for, I don't know, a year more. Yeah. So, nice. yeah. I just remember you and I going through divorces at the same time. And yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a <clears throat> small group of people that understand what this, you know, Turkish bizarre roadshow life is about and trying to balance significant others. And the road show and that's yeah. Um, so there's there's Corey and Jesse's backstory. So DJ and I's backstory. I I was going through a divert divorce and had a surgery and I, I had like eighty percent of my liver removed when I was thirty. 
Um, and I decided it changes your view on life. Right. Um, so I bought a camper and ended up being a, a trail guide at a, at a local park, um, that was part of UA 2015. They, they came through clay Valley, which is, is no longer up and running, but it was then. And, um, I was a trail guide at that park and running around in, in the minion in my O4 TJ and a couple of friends brought AJ out and his Jeep was down and I had a seat and I picked him up on the trail and he's kind of been with me ever since. <laughs> That's great. We're coming up on eight years. Is that right? That sounds like that's kind of that lost puppy story. That's what it's sounded yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's one of my favorite puppies. Nice. <laughs> annoying is all good out. That's here. also true. He's still not quite broken. Um, more training, old dogs, new tricks. <laughs> well, we do have quite the um, carny group uh, amongst us. Um, yeah, there's not there's not very many. It's kind of interesting. I was having this conversation with somebody while we were at Florida Jeep Jam about how people come and go in the industry a lot and they want to get in the industry and then they work in it and then they're, they're out like, Nope, this isn't for me. And, or they went back to their real life and whatever the case may be, it's interesting. There's not very many long timers or old timers out there that have been, uh, been in the industry for a long time. They're, they're moving on to something else. COVID did that to a lot of companies. Um, So we're kind of fortunate. Well, and it is well, interesting because go ahead, Matthew. It, it, you're, you're, it's interesting because the more you meet people that have been in the industry for a long time, and how many have just kind of jumped around from company to company to company, right? Because you've it, you love the lifestyle, maybe the company changes, or you, you want to change yourself, um, and it, there's value to that, right? Because if you've been out there and you've been, I mean, you, you guys each have value working for another company and having that experience and. And it's hard to find those people in this industry that have that experience because those that have been around for a while, you know, whether it's somebody like Lizard or somebody, you know, these others that we know that have been around. And you're right. I was just thinking you were saying this, this, this interesting uh, carnies, the people that you attract, Corey, that are around you. And I've met many of these people through you, right? Just being out at events, such an incredible, wide, diverse uh, group oh. of people, all with very different backgrounds, all with very different uh, uh, lifestyles um, and stories, and yet they're all incredibly cool people, nice people, um, and, and fun to be around. I mean, it's just it's it's, it's an interesting it's an cadre because I'm thinking about every just seeing you in a group of of people that from an event. Actually, just some of the video from uh, from Key West, right? And the people that hang around there, whether it's Armando or 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 some of the others, and it is fascinating. It is absolutely fascinating. I mean, you guys are carnies. You enjoy that. You enjoy the lifestyle. It's important to you to get out and do that. And that is that's what I think makes you guys in this industry so interesting and so special. Well, we definitely need to have our own little therapy sessions at certain periods throughout the year. That's called wheeling. Yeah, exactly. That's why, that that's why you're doing it. Speaking of wheeling, so what's your what is your go-to rig right now, Rachel? Oh, um, so the 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 nameless JK you see behind me, um, she she does some light stuff. I mean, we've 
we we go to Wind Rock on occasion with uh, Selena owns Trail Fifteen, works at Nut House, not a paid endorsement. Um, she's a really good friend of mine. Um, so we we do we get in wheeling when we can, but you know I'm sure Corey knows that the majority of the time show life takes precedence over what you want to do. And we tried to hook up in the keys. They ended up being there the week before we were, and we just missed each other. And so we had the same reset, just a little different time. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've wheeled about everywhere. Also never been to S'more. So Corey, whenever you and Jesse get to S'more, please let us know. We'd, we'd like to join you for that. I've heard great things about the place. Just never gotten there. Right. Um, we mainly stick East Coast. I mean, I, I rarely go west of the Mississippi. Um, I haven't been to Moab since that time when we wheeled with uh, Jesse and and Charlene and Waylon and, you know, that whole thing. So it's been... It was 15 or something like that. Yeah, it was 15. So we wow. haven't been to Moab in six years. That's... I, wow. I miss wheeling. I miss it. So now it feels like, a bit. No, we, got, we got a few spaces out here we can kind of go wheeling yeah right. we, we moved south it's it's all main unmaintained county roads most people think it's just when you tell people that oh it's just dirt and it's really not i mean mm. they are serious some serious logging roads i mean there's spots where you can get kind of kind of hectic with but and it's not far from the house it's nothing extreme but if you want to spend a saturday that's kind of a nice release if you got the day off the, versus- ohio isn't isn't public land like you know like west virginia or places mm. in colorado that you can just go it's you have to know somebody that knows somebody or, or do these, you know, county roads like we're talking about. Um, there's just not a, a plethora of parks like there are in places. I mean, we're we're close to, to Dirty Turtle. We're relatively close to, you know, Wildcat in Kentucky or, or Wind Rock in Kentucky or Tennessee. Ten- Tennessee. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's um, <laughs> so, so we get out when we can. Um What's your, but, what you is know, your so two questions? What is your favorite trail? Um, do I get an east coast and a west coast, or is it just one overall? You can give me east coast and west coast. That's fine. Sure, sure. If you can't decide, I, I miss Clay Valley Dirt Park. I really do. We had some good things there, and where's that? I think the the park where I was a trail guide that was okay. on um, Ultimate Adventure 2015. It was a, a good park and, and good people, and that's where most of my fond memories lie. And that um, was in Ohio? And then, yes, it was. Um, out near Zanesville. Roseville. Roseville, technically, but <laughs> east of Columbus. Gotcha. Um, and then West Coast. Oh. Cane Creek or Behind the Rocks. We did a night what? run with Casey on Behind the Rocks. And... Rich Klein and his his XJ at the time, seeing him take the hard line behind the rocks. That was that was a good time. Wow, cool, very cool. So we only have two of the jeeps posed behind us right now, right? But he has he has two XJs. I also have a WJ, and then we have most of a TJ that hasn't made it here yet. So <laughs> the other podcast, you guys were talking about people with yards full of jeeps and. We are them people. We are those people. Well, you know, it's it's we can actually see proof here because we don't usually see that. You know, it's, this is great. I love the, I love the background. You are welcome. Setup. Right. So, uh, and then we got the rock slide engineering rig over there to the 
to to my right, your left. There you go. Oh, that's the yeah, that's the gladiator. Nice. So tell us about that rig. Um. Well, it towed the trailer home from PCB. It is. Uh, it is their their newest addition. It is the the three o um, eco di- eco diesel. Nice. Um, and it's kind of their their East Coast marketing rig. Um, last year they let me borrow Gracie when I had to get my motor replaced on mine. Um, towing, I don't, I don't even know where the, where's it, where's the trailer? It's out front. It's out front. So <laughs> our, our carny life is a little different than Corey's, right? Like we tow, um, a little cargo trailer around and, and we do that with my two door most of the time. And that's because as we talked about earlier, I was reluctant to JK and absolutely not JK Ewing. I, I don't. I'm sorry, I don't believe Jeep should have four doors. It's, it's less people to ride with me, and, and I'm okay with that. Um, selfish. I, I am. But I, yeah, I have selfish that's... moments. Yeah. But um, Tanner and I are, are, are really good friends, and he works at Rockslide. And um, we were talking to him and Kevin, and um, this, this Jeep needs to be up here for Bantam. Um, and is doing a lot of you know the the east coast stuff so having us use it to tow the trailer up here is towing that trailer with a two-door is a mistake i'll admit it um (sighs) it's kind of funny because that jeep was at daytona and then ricky took it back to his house and then jamie picked it up from ricky's jamie drove it to florida jeep jam (laughs) then you guys picked it up and drove it to ohio yeah, it was it was kind of a last minute idea. It's actually a really nice ride. I drove it all the way back. Nice. Yeah, I, I have a rule that he's not allowed to drive my JK. <laughs> so then I was torn, right? So do I drive the the new JT towing the trailer, or do I drive my JK? I I, I was torn, and he drew the straw. <laughs> so he got to drive the the JT pulling the trailer, and the craziness. When I'm towing the trailer with my two-door, I, I get on average nine, ten miles to a gallon. And then driving back here with him towing the trailer with the JT and me driving the JK by itself. And I mean, we're, we're going through Tennessee, you know, I mean, there's, there's real mountains, there's real terrain. It's not flat. It's not Kansas. Um, he, we got about the same mileage. So me, oh. me not towing a trailer in my two-door, I'm getting about 16 and him towing the trailer with the JT, we were stopping at the same times, and that that changes your wallets a little bit, you know. <laughs> Interesting. Gas stops get expensive, especially now. Forty thousand pro- miles a year, three dollars a gallon. Corey, you're the three dollars. There's yeah. nothing under four out here. Oh, yeah. Another, <laughs> reason, another reason for you to move east, Matson. <laughs> Well, we got to supplement the government out yeah, there somehow, right? We're, but yeah. I will say, we Californians, Californians were not putting gasoline in bags. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. We can or afford gas coolers. cans or styrofoam coolers or laundry, or laundry baskets. baskets. Well, we hey, have I explicit laws like against that out here. Costco won't let you do that. <laughs> they expect more from their members. I, I only use that Tide bottle one time for gas. I was in a pinch. <laughs> I was on a I was on an Air Force base using my cell phone as I was pumping gas and got yelled at by like some officer 
who yeah. was going there like, yeah, you know, I should do that. You know, big sign up there saying no cell phones. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Well, do you have a, do you have a tin hat you wear at night too, to protect your brain from aluminum the waves? Foil. Cause yeah. Aluminum foil. That's, yeah. aluminum That's when yeah. you're like, didn't you see the episode of Mythbusters where they proved that wrong? It's yeah. Right? No. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I wasn't, thankfully I was not in uniform, so I could be a bit of more of an ass to him, but, and I was Navy, I was Navy on an Air Force base. So go figure. <laughs> people, people. So that, this is, this is great. So now what about the, what about a trail that you would love to go do that you haven't done? Rubicon, hundred percent. Really? You haven't done the Rubicon? Yes. Holy crap. Nope. We got to fix that. Yeah, we need to fix that. Because well, Bart, so Corey, isn't, um, isn't Bart, I thought Bartek was a, did, didn't Bartek do something with JJ USA at one point? Or was I thinking of a different company? I don't think you so. You know, that's, I, I think back, back before me, which I'm not well versed in talking about, but I think so. Don't quote me. I won't quote you. Now you quoted yourself. I won't quote you. Um, yeah, I, right. I, I could be totally off base and thinking of, of, of a different, um, different company but that's fine what were you gonna say rachel about the rubicon um you, oh you in, in a previous podcast you were talking about how you've been to you know all the states minus maine and something you're, you're on your second round you're on your right you got to get maine and connecticut and something to be at all 50 um twice right right so in one sense i have you beat in another sense i don't i've never been to alaska and hawaii Oh, so if I go to both of them twice, then we'll be on the same level. So what I started doing is I started counting states that I've wheeled in. Okay. I've never wheeled California. Never wheeled oh. California at all? Nope. So that means The last no... time I was in California, I was like 12. Wow. So my parents who are- And that's, you know, why, you're, in that's why you seem to have a very sensible head on your shoulders. <laughs> Oh, that's scary. It, don't, it don't infects make it you. Any it infects you. Yeah, you're getting you know. Don't do that. But that means you haven't don't been to like that. KOH and and uh, done Johnson I Valley. I've never or... been to Johnson Valley. Hmm. We got to remedy that. But I guess yeah. basically, if 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 Bartex is based out here, like like with Corey, it's like we don't need you to come to California, Corey. We'll right. we'll, we'll, we'll take care of the California. You can go everywhere else. Um, we yeah, do that's, need you that's to, exactly the agreement. We, we do need you to go to Nevada and and um, and you know and, and Arizona and those states, but you don't need to come to California. Don't come to California. <laughs> Stay there's, out. There's a certain other carny that we travel with that's always trying to get me to Utah and Arizona and Tim. Yeah. Uh, PSD Tim is forever trying to get us to come out and and do Arizona and and Trail Hero, and I I would love to do Trail Hero. It just because I'm here, East Coast shows take precedence over West Coast shows, and right. you know, Mitch and the rest of the team are out there. And if they want to, they want to do a West Coast show. It's it's way more convenient. Well, you guys are just going to need to take a. Them. You're going to need to take a little Jeepcation and come out to the Rubicon with us. A Jcation. Well, Jcation. There were there was rumors of a girls' trip and Jesse and I, I planned on picking on her, but since she's not sitting next to you, I guess oh, I'll go ahead and pick on her. Well, she'll after. she'll listen to the episode. You can pick her on all you want. It's but it's oh, gonna great. Be, hey Jesse, what California. are we doing in September? I, September's a hot spot. What what are we doing? Uh, I know that her her first this, girls' trip time. is uh, Colorado. When's that? Which we had 
that is please hold um that is the 10th of <laughs> the 10th of september so that's after your labor day trip yes which after the labor day trip you guys are coming here i'm dropping my trailer and we're following you out was always the plan but what hmm what? What? <laughs> Corey's got a blank stare on his face. For all of our <laughs> listeners, you gotta sometimes you just have to get on YouTube and watch these things because it's a little more fun when he when it's like silence <laughs> and, a, and a blank stare, like what? So now what we've got to do, we got to figure out getting you to to California, get you on the Rubicon, and and just that's just gotta gotta happen. So our adventure on the Rubicon this year is going to be sometime in um in uh, we, I was just talking to. Uh, Scott about this is we've we've got the first weekend in August. We have it on the calendar as August 8th through the 11th. Registration right. isn't up yet, but um Scott was thinking maybe moving it a little bit, but we have some fluck we we can if we need to, but that's the second week in August. So what do you got going second week of August? Please hold. <laughs> um I could be available. See? See? I'll take the extra Jake can't never like it. <laughs> it's it's kind of like wheeling a highway now these days, from what I've heard. Uh, no, yeah. a broke a broken highway. <laughs> right. That's a broken highway. Well, it can't highway. be any worse than Ohio roads. The only thing is is that, that uh big sluice is a lot easier because you don't have to go around a tree. Yeah, no anymore. big tree anymore. But other than that, it is it is tore up. The trail is still tore up. up. There's a whole section that we sponsor, and we're supposed to go out there and do some work on it and stuff, and we haven't done that yet. But ours is well. Is let's fairly... do it. Yeah. There was a time I lived and died by trail maintenance. What are you guys doing? Let's go. Hey, you're welcome come to come on. on out. I just I fund a I'm club to do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing, easy. Corey? You you just say when. Uh, you know I, I I very rarely travel these days. Um, I'm home quite a bit. Thanksgiving so... of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, go back and change our. That's that. That's again. We'll, we'll be able to go back and have change our memories, right? right. Little chips, change our memories. Right. I remember when we were. I, we we remember when we hung out like back in 2015. Just you and I. There was a lake. <laughs> I'm going all off in paths, and people just don't know what we're going on this this podcast. <laughs> but that's what I love about I this. It's- for all of our listeners, thank you very much for joining us. And if you want a therapy session, I'm available at 916. <laughs> uh, We've gone rogue. We've gone rogue. Okay, so. I actually had notes. Like, you had notes? Well, I, talk about your notes. I, I, yeah, Corey does notes all the time. It, it doesn't work. <laughs> I tried to be prepared. I was I was so out of my element when he asked me to do this yesterday. I'm pumping gas somewhere and rural tennessee and he's like hey what are you doing when are you gonna be home you want to be on a podcast tomorrow i was like uh yeah yeah sure where's my script what are we talking about because i I, seriously i hadn't listened to any of them i had to listen to yours and i spent four hours of the drive yesterday just moving back through your podcast so i had some general idea i I don't like being unprepared well, this is why you were prepared and you're very comfortable just just because you realize that's all we do is sit there and shoot the shit. Um, exactly. And we just have occasionally we talk about Jeep keeping and Jeep. I made notes this time. I, I have my my little things this morning that I was things that bug me is what I usually Eat write down. Is all I can see. 
It says eat chicken. Eat, eat chicken. chicken. <laughs> yes. Yeah, eat, eat chicken. Eat chicken. It's supposed to be ch. It's there's no e in that. That's apostrophe and. It's, <laughs> Yeah, that's the cow, the big cows eat chicken. Yeah, eat more chicken. That's eat uh, more that's, chicken, Chick Fil A. Yeah, that's an advertisement for God's chicken, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yes. That's right, God's chicken. So, uh, okay, so we got little things to to just kind of cover and go over, and we also have our. We already t- asked you a couple of our favorite questions, but what's your favorite mod, uh, Rachel? Under five hundred dollars. Am I supposed to be biased or unbiased? Unbiased bias is totally fine. Okay, wonderful. Because I am not a fan of the thing called swamp bum. You ever been in the heat <laughs> sitting in your Jeep? It's not good. Buy a set of seat covers. Buy the right ones. Buy once, cry once. Nice. I like it. So what is a set? What does a set of front covers cost for Bartak? Oh, it depends. I'm gonna go into my full show spiel now right there we go it's entirely on what kind of jeep you have what kind of color combos you want um event pricing versus retail you can you can do a tj um the website pricing is 309 uh at least for at least for right now uh and then you know it, it gets more expensive as the jeeps get more expensive right because gladiators have a lot more options than uh, a simple TJ. So you get those leather gladiators or, or JLUs that have the, the fold-down console in the back, and those well, go... The set's still under five. Yeah, you can absolutely get a front seat set any way you want it for under $500. Well, it's good, because my TJ my TJ red seat covers are now pink. So I, you know... I'm they're not, not ours. No, they're not. Absolutely not, not yours. Well, because somebody else had them on there before. You know, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't buy those. I wouldn't buy a piece of crap like that, but I would buy a Jeep that had a piece of crap in there. Actually, it's fun, funny story. Those are actually LJ seats in the front of mine because um, they were sitting in cloakworks. And when my Jeep seats actually got tore apart by a tree going through the top of my Jeep, into my seats and i would like to shout out to spiderweb shade that the spiderweb shade moved out of the way and didn't get torn by the tree it actually like stretched the spiderweb shade it did not penetrate and it went through and into the seat penetrated the seat broke a steering wheel um uh, broke the hard top but uh did not mess with the spiderweb shade so and i bet if i had bartek seat covers on there i probably would have been protected there too yeah i'd I'd they're all engineered with this ripstop technology, so I would imagine you would have been okay. And yeah, at some see. point, we should probably test it, Matson. He's definitely it. not okay today. So. <laughs> <laughs> now I got pink seats on my red Jeep. Uh, yeah, I'm actually thinking about building that one up, Corey. I'm thinking that because really? the Gladiator is probably never going to be the rock crawler. It's just the right. landing family rig, right? But the right. the which I do maybe need to get some like custom orange seat covers for the, for that one. But, um, but I do need to get that. I think the TJ is going to go back to being, or going to be a rock crawler. Now, if I can get myself on a list for an Atlas, you know, in three years. (laughs) Yeah. Good luck. That's another notable thing. We don't have the lead time that some other companies have right now. Nice. There's a benefit to, there's no other companies in your marketplace. What are you talking about? There's only one company It's Bartek. You don't have any competition. Oh, parts and junk. (laughs) 
or as my little, my son, Jack started doing this, like, look at my heart, daddy. He's like three years old and he's doing this. Like, 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 ah, that's sweet. (laughs) That is, that is five-year-old brother hits him inside the head. I train my kids right. Apparently, Yes. Well, Hey, uh, favorite. Okay. So we got our favorite little tech. Corey, any tech tips, anything that you've uh, picked up over the last week before we wrap up this amazing episode? You know, I, I, I don't really have, I mean, so I've got a whole, my brain is like, um, tech tips. So, you know, we lost the trailer wheel and all that, uh, and that hub assembly, whatnot with the, with the wheel studs being attached to a trailer hub. And I had posted on there, you know, make sure you're checking your lug nuts. And then people gave me a hard time about over tightening lug nuts. And that's probably what broke them. And then we determined, no, that actually wasn't actually how that worked out. But everybody has um, an opinion. Everybody mm-hmm. does have an opinion. Um, and in part of my, notes, my opinion is we should go back to Missouri and start looking for it. And that gives an, ex- an excuse to be in Missouri. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Scavenger hunt. <laughs> for sure. Um, you know, I'm, we're, we're still seeing all kinds of stuff out there, especially when it comes to sway bars. And we still get lots of questions on sway bars. Um, again, everybody has an opinion. And whether it's a, a trailer axle or, or a sway bar or how your Jeep is set up. Um, and what it comes down to it is in my little note here. What, what, Chicken. what I, I'm trying to ball all this into one topic. And it comes down to consideration. Um, and I'm going to say consideration because I think we're losing it when it comes to being considerate of others and their opinions and our space and people's needs. I mean, Wait, I are, we supposed, are we supposed to be considerate or are you saying we're too considerate? I'm saying we have lost consideration for everybody else. We are. True like, you. <laughs> I went to a gas pump twice yesterday where there's two vehicles parked at the only diesel pump and there's nobody in the vehicles. Again, that whole consideration. We are beginning to experience that. Well, that's why I like the truck stops where it has the timer going. Timer? You pull in the truck stop, you pull a big truck stops, you pull in and it actually has a timer. Like the moment the new truck pulls in, there's a timer showing up there how long that truck's been there. You haven't seen I those? I have not seen Oh, those. yeah. Yeah, there's a timer. It starts going and says how many minutes the truck, big timer on each one of the stalls to see how long the yep. truck's been sitting in that stall. Huh. Well, so I would like that. Now, my, my concern is what happens when the timer is, like, too long, and then the guy just goes, yeah, whatever. Boom. Well, they would just say you're – hey, you they're justified like walking by and saying – Yeah, you just, you're justified walking by saying, hey, you're a dick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just get over <laughs> well, yourself. But there's that whole thing, right? Like you're supposed to move your truck forward. And I've been in that situation where I've that they've moved the truck forward and I've pulled in and like filled the RV up and went inside and paid and came back out and was like, I can't move now still. Because <laughs> the one in front of us hasn't right moved. In yet. front of you. Right. Right. Because he went you know, and took a shower. It's just interesting to me. I think from a as 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 rule of driving anything that big. I was I, was I just think it's funny that as as a ball. as a country right now, our consideration of others is out the window and and we just don't pay attention. How many times do we get blocked out at a grocery store in the middle of an aisle? Like, can I get around you? And it's like, no, I'm going to walk down the middle and I'm going to swerve with my cart really slow. Like, what are we doing? Can you get out of my way? I'm in a hurry. So, so your aisle. Well, that's your problem. Corey, you're in a hurry. You don't you, you, <laughs> slow down. 
You were just in Florida. It's the south. Go. You were in the south. It's island time, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, island no. time. Island no, time. No, I gotta go. Gotta go. Got busy. Things to do. Damn it. I Consideration. Island time. Consideration is our tech Consideration. Tip. Consideration is our tech tip. <laughs> our tech tip of the week. Be considerate. Be considerate. Next week, we'll talk about being competent. <laughs> there is a difference. Or incompetent. Incompetent. Competent or incompetent? The question of the day. Or Ladies important. and gentlemen, the modern Jeeper show is going to be changing its name. <laughs> but it could be important or impotent. Imp yeah. Careful. Yeah. Famous, okay. famous or infamous. Well, okay, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you all for joining us for another great episode of the Modern Jeeper Show. How do we get a hold uh, of Rachel? With our, with our new, with our new uh, co-host, Rachel. <laughs> how do we get a hold of Rachel? Yes. How do we get a hold of Rachel? If you can spell my name right, you can find me. Mm, right there. So, what does that mean? <laughs> now, the shows at Bartek is a, is a good email. All the social medias. Uh, if you reach out to the Bartek Facebook, Bartek Instagram, any of it, you're anyway, going to get me. Fantastic. That's great. And then I'm if you're happy if, to help, if you're near a Washington Courthouse, Ohio, you can um, come use their shop. <laughs> I'm closer to Cincinnati than I am Washington Courthouse. I'm not sure why that's showing. I don't up. even know what question. The shop is not done. However, AJ will be happy to assist you when it is. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's great. Well, that's that's part of the fun of looking for a place is one that has a shop. Like, oh, I can put a lift in here. Oh, that's cool. And then oh, all no, my friends we, could we go over and use it and work on my rig. Hmm? Oh, yeah. You, well, how many acres do you have? Uh, not quite two. Nice. Two acres, house, uh, barn. It's Is that classified as a barn? Like, there's are there rules out uh, yes, there for building a it, it Technically, it's a pool barn, yeah. So if you're allowed to, you're allowed to build a barn, but maybe not a workshop. But there's rules out here in California like that. Like you could put a barn on your. There property. are no rules here. Yeah, I like that. Well, there's rules. There's in Ohio. one rule. There's rules in Ohio, but like where where we're at, we're kind of we're out by a lake, and there's really no like you don't even there's no permits out here for building a building. Like the only time you need a permit is like if you're running sewer or water or uh, adding a driveway uh, across the ditch. I legitimately hadn't. I, I, there's no permit that I needed to build this. Nothing. Wow. Nice. That's awesome. It reminds me of that $75 permit that, uh, that they had to pay at rock hard or, um, and uh, for building a, a like 20,000 square foot building. And he was late on his permit. So it including penalties of 75 bucks nice. up there in Nebraska, in California, it'd be like filing fees, probably a hundred thousand. I don't know. It's crazy. Oh yeah. No, this is, this is a 40 <laughs> by 32, 42 by 32. 42 by 30. I'm sorry. By 12. Never trust a woman with measurements. <laughs> 24, 36, 20. What? Um, yes. The other way around. All right. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining us. Uh, again, check out Bartac. Uh, you can reach Rachel and see her name spelt there right in front of us. So um, you can you can track her down and stalk her if you want to uh, and encourage her to be continue to be a part of the Modern Jeeper Show. We found a new co-host. Um, and Corey, who is Jesse Liss. But uh, will she be back next week? No, she'll be back like tomorrow or the next day, something like that. Well, we have Moab, the show Moab Adventure. You know, yeah, honestly, have... with all the stuff you need to talk about, Corey, I would encourage you to start doing a daily vlog. Just, just, <sighs> just go up there and just, just purge for an hour. 
I have a list of things that I have to do today that is not going to get done already. So. <laughs> I saw your list. It said chicken. It said chicken. Yeah, eat, eat chicken. This eat is chicken. just my show notes. Eat chicken. <laughs> eat more chicken. Eat more chicken. You can reach us, Matson at medicalhook.com, Corey at medicalhook.com, and uh, Jesse at medicalhook.com. Of course, you find us in Modern Jeeper, modernjeepershow.com uh, for the show itself, modernjeeperadventures.com with Moab coming up very quickly. Um, and of course, Tillamook next, but Tillamook's all sold out. And then there will be the Rubicon trip and then the Colorado trip. Lots more to talk about that later. But for yep. all of this, my friends, guests, listeners, viewers, make sure to smash that like button and share it and let everybody know that you love this wonderful episode. And we will see you on the trails. Cheers. Bye. This podcast will self-destruct in five, four, Three, two, one.